Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. There's a heart hunger. There's a hunger to know God. There's a hunger for something, and they don't realize what it is. And you know, they'll go to the world and everything else trying to appease that hunger and find the answer to that cry that's in the heart of every man. But blessed be God, that cry and that hunger is satisfied when the spirit of man is born again and comes back into fellowship with God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series Developing the Human Spirit by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Well, we're going to talk about developing the human spirit. I'm sure of this one thing. You notice these verses talk about knowledge. But I'm sure of this one thing, speaking of the church world as a whole, that the knowledge of the effect of the life of God and of eternal life that we receive on man's spirit is yet in its infancy. But we're learning, glory to God. You see, the Bible teaches us, and you can glean that from the scriptures we read, it talks about God being the father of spirits. You see, Jesus said God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Man, you see, is in God's class of being. He is a spirit. Whether he's saved or unsaved, he's still a spirit being. He has a soul, and he lives in a body. But man was made in the likeness and the image of God. And as near like the likeness and as near in the image of God as God himself can make it. And that's the reason that in the heart of every man, whether he's saved or whether he's not saved, there's a heart hunger. There's a hunger to know God. There's a hunger for something and they don't realize what it is. And you know, they'll go to the world and everything else trying to appease that hunger and find the answer to that cry that's in the heart of every man. But blessed be God, that cry and that hunger is satisfied when the spirit of man is born again and comes back into fellowship with God. Because, you see, when, when man fell, when Adam sinned, when he fell, his spirit became estranged from God. His spirit became separated from God. He's no longer in fellowship with God. Now then, let me turn, with, you turn with me to a scripture real quickly here in the book of Romans, and I want to point out something to you. Something about the spirit, a man. I want you to notice in the seventh chapter of the book of Romans in the ninth verse, something that Paul said, and it explains a lot of things for us. Paul 
Paul said in Romans 7, 9, for I was alive without the law once. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. He's not talking about physical death here. Now what's he talking about? See, where does the spirits of babies and little children come from? Notice that God is the father of spirits. Did you notice that? Paul's saying, before I reach the age of accountability to know right from wrong, my spirit was alive unto God. My spirit was in fellowship with God. Are you following me? But when the commandment came, when he got old enough to know the difference between right and wrong, because of the fallen fleshly nature of man, that fleshly nature dominated him, sin revived, and I died. His spirit then was no longer in fellowship with God And that's the reason that he had to be born again then. His spirit had to be reborn. Now, there's something that you perhaps have never thought on. You might pay you to think on a little bit. I used to say this too, and sometimes we say things just because we heard somebody else say it. We say things just because they've been repeated among us. That doesn't mean they're Bible just because we say them. That doesn't mean it's scriptural just because the preacher said it. Amen. Are you listening to me? I said this one time, but I haven't said it for many, many years. But I used to say right along like other preachers, you know, come and be born again and get your name written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because if your name isn't written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you won't go to heaven. Well, you see, if that statement's true, then no babies are people who've never reached the age of accountability and some people because of their lack of mentality and never reach the age of accountability no, how, no matter how old they are, then they never go to heaven. Then all babies are lost because they haven't been born again. Their name hasn't been written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. If that's the way you get your name written down in the Lamb's Book of Life is by being born again, then all babies are lost whether they're babies of saved people or babies of unsaved people. Are you listening to me? Well, first, that doesn't make sense. Second, it's not compatible with the Bible. And third, there's nothing in the Bible that says anything about your name ever being written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Are you listening to me? Not a thing in the world in there that ever says anything about it. But there is something in there that talks about it being blotted out. And you'll find it's the great white throne judgment and you're not going to be at the white throne judgment if you're a child of God. You're going to spirit the judgment seat of Christ. Not to be judged whether you're saved or not. You're already judged, that. But to give an account for the deeds done in the body, whether they be good or bad. But the unsaved are see death and hell. Death and hell, when he's talking about death there, he's talking about spiritual death. He's talking about physical death. Because even the saints that was physical death have already been resurrected. But death and hell gave up the dead which were in them. Those that were spiritually dead and in hell appear before the white throne judgment. And the books were opened. Did you ever read that? 
and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life. I get this. And everyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone. Well, if their name never had been there, what are they looking in the book of life to see if their name's there for? Wouldn't that be stupid? Wouldn't that be stupid if somebody never had attended Rhema and we're looking to see if their name's written on our books here? See, one time everybody's name was there. Are you listening to me? I said at one time everybody's name was written in that book. At one time everybody's name was written in that book. See, God planned a family. He could have just created them, you know, put them all here on the earth earth at once, but he didn't. He just created the one man and woman gave them the privilege of bringing his family into existence. Are you listening to me? And that spirit is alive unto God. Paul said, I was alive unto God one time without the law. My spirit's alive. But when the commandment came, sin revived it was there in his flesh all the time, but it revived, and I died. What does he mean? He didn't die physically. He's alive when he wrote this letter. He meant that he died spiritually. What is spiritual death? It doesn't mean he ceased to exist. It's separation from God. His spirit then became estranged. His spirit became separated from God, just like Adam's did in the beginning. Now that explains something that's been difficult for a lot of folks. Here's a subject that I've been greatly interested in for a good many years and have studied as much or more than any other subject. First of all, I can remember in my own experience as a little boy, my spirit was alive to God. My spirit knew God. My spirit fellowship. I mean as far back as I can remember. And I knew in my spirit Things that you couldn't get from your head in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Your head wouldn't know it. I knew in my spirit that I was called to the ministry. Well, not knowing and having the knowledge of the Bible as you should, I just said, well, I'm called to preach. I'm going to be a preacher. And I used to, you know, before I could talk plain. I was just a small, couldn't even talk plain. People asked you, what are you going to be when you grow up? Well, they wouldn't even ask me because I was too little. They thought I didn't even know that that's, you know, Dub Mode, his brother. And he would always say he's going to be a cowboy or a truck driver. <laughs> well, you'll notice he wears cowboy boots and always drove a truck for years. They didn't ask me, and I'd speak up and say, I'm a preacher. I was trying to say I'm going to be a preacher, but I couldn't talk plain, so I said, I'm a preacher. And I remember as a little boy, I used to get out there in the garden and preach to the cabbage heads. <laughs> Amen. Then I'd get tired preaching to those cabbage heads because I didn't get any response from them. They didn't change their expression. And I'd get over and preach to the bean vines. And in the winter time when there wasn't any cabbage heads, there wasn't any bean vines, I'd climb up the roof and preach to the bales of hay. You see, it was in my spirit. My spirit's in tune to God. My spirit knew what God wanted me to do. My spirit knew. You see what I mean? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
Call now to get this month's special offer. It's the classic DVD, Gathering Up the Spoil by Kenneth E. Hagan. On this power pack DVD from Camp Meeting 1998, Kenneth E. Hagan explains that you're opposed by a defeated enemy and teaches you how to gather up the spoil of the battle Jesus won. Deliverance, salvation, divine healing, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, righteousness, peace, and joy. This timeless teaching DVD is just $14.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Winter Bible Seminar is coming up in February. Oh, yeah. February the 16th through the 21st. It's also worldwide homecoming. From all of the Raymond. schools all over are yes. coming in. In fact, I got a, I got a, a, a message today, a, an email from uh, uh, Keith Higginbotham in Bangkok. Hi. And they're coming and bringing 25 to 30 awesome. with them. Awesome. I know that uh, from the schools in Brazil, they're, they're bringing what? About 300. About 300, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, of course, we got 175 schools and 47 nations. I think it is, but and but Winter Bible Seminar is for everybody. Yes. We just make homecoming out of it. But actually, if you have ever ever had anything to do with partnering with with this ministry in prayer and with your financial gifts. You want to come because right. it's going to on display. See your investment. Yes, yeah, see your on display is going to be all the people from all over, and you had a part in it. That's if you ever right. give one dollar to this ministry, you had a part in that, and I want you to be here. I want you to see it. Tomorrow on Rama for today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, developing the human spirit. Thanks for listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.